half hour wasted this is, hmm? Episode 9 you were listening to. No, no, mine, mine, mine. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to A Half Hour Wasted. Celebrating and embracing mediocrity. And now, here are your hosts, Brad Milo and Frank A. Rincon. And that why and that's why, Brad, that's why you don't want to get a three dollar haircut. Ha ha ha. Oh, that's the wrong sound effect. Yeah. That's what I was going for right there. There you go. I mean, look at me. I look you know, sure I saved some money, but I <laughs> I think I'm paying the price. Hey guys, how are you? This is Frank. And Brad, how's and, it going? And this is actually our second attempt at the show because we just had a crash. I know. Something happened to our our uh, program uh, program that records. Yeah, and we got a we got an error message and we were twelve minutes into the show and bam. And it, you know what? It was greatness. And I've, I've lost all enthusiasm to do this. Don't don't Brad. Come no. on, we're gonna pick right. up. Let's start in Ask fact, me how I'm doing. Ask how are you doing, Brad? I'm super thanks for asking. Okay. I just wanted to play that because I thought it was funny. <laughs> okay. I know it's from South Park, and I, I'm not a fan of South Park, but that makes me laugh. And I had said earlier that uh, we, we were talking about things that we don't get. Uh, um, you know, South Park is pretty funny or popular. You don't get it. I don't get you too. Idiot. I just don't. Idiot. I don't understand. Idiotic. What are people, why? There, there's a guy named Bono. He wears a cowboy hat. He Stupid. runs around. Jealous. He's always uh, telling us how um, how we can't find what he's looking for. Jealous. Um, you know, and then there's that guy, The Edge. What's that all about? I mean, why doesn't he get a real name? A all right, that's enough. Name? That's enough. <laughs> you might as well step a little harder on my crotch. <laughs> okay. So, well, let's do comments, Brad. We got some really good comments. Where you get those, I'll tell you, I got one from Alan uh, from All About Comics in uh, Arizona, that mm-hmm. comic shop I went to. Just wrote, said, thanks for the nice comments on the podcast, and uh, he's going to put something on his blog. Very cool. But, guys, great comic book sh- uh, store in Arizona called All About Comics at allaboutcomics.com. Very cool. Uh, we got a comment from Lawson on our website. Lawson, who's that? He was Yoda at the beginning of this episode. That was Yo- That was Lawson. That was Lawson. It uh, was amazing. Lawson's comment consists of Yoda, Yoda, Yoda. That's all he d- thought he had time to type. <laughs> He's a busy man. Yeah. Thank you, Lawson, for that uh, Yoda impression. Thank you, Lawson. We In appreciate fact, that. The, can we get a, an applause from the audience out there? Give, give it up for Lawson, everybody. Uh, I'm looking for the <laughs> applause. Here we go. There you go. Thanks, Lawson. The magic is lost. I know. All right. okay. Like I said, I've lost enthusiasm for well, this. Well, come on. We're going to do it for the fans. Do it for the people who are listening. Come on, Brad. Let's go. Let's All three go. of them? All three of them. All hey, right. my mom is one of those three. Okay, and then another comment. Uh, Russell Latham, who goes by Hero's Mask on the CGS forum, 
was commenting on episode seven. He says, hey guys, there definitely should be a part two to this episode, a shootout of the best movie franchise of all time and the best sitcom ever. Classic. You should call it another half hour wasted. And you know, I had fun doing that I did uh, too. episode. And we'll have to do that again sometime. Now, just to let you guys know, sometime we record two episodes at once. We did record episode seven and eight right after each other. So, um, so there so is a part two. There is a part two. And if you're listening to this episode nine... More than likely, you've already heard part two, right? which is episode eight. Right. So um, I guess it's kind of weird to be reading that comment, maybe. Here, t- read this no. one. We, we won't go into depth it's about not, it. It's that. not weird, because he liked it. Yeah, and, uh, I, I guess It's you're kind right. of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Right? Okay. Uh, Dennis Pooh, or Pew, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. He goes by 80s Junkie on the CGS forum. He's from Austin, Texas. He says, love the show. In one episode, Flashlight said to support your local comic store. I was wondering if you could talk about your local comic stores. I've lived in Dallas most of my life, but went, never went to Titan. Titan Comics is uh, in uh, kind of a north, uh, mid-north Dallas area. Right. Either I wasn't into comics at the time, or it always looked like too far a drive from Plano. The first local comic store I went to was called Remember When, and it was in downtown Carrollton. That was a great store. Yes. I think it's still around. And it's still around. They're more they're more into the movie stuff now as right. opposed to comics. Posters and memorabilia. Yeah. I got a really cool um, Italian version of the Alien poster. Really? From, the, from 1979, the first Ridley Scott Alien. Uh-huh. I got one. It was the egg, you know, yeah. floating above the... the grid that looked like it was made out of bones but it's all printed in italian it's really oh, cool wow. um he says he also discovered half price books and walden books uh they they carried comics in a spinner rack there weren't a lot of lcs's except for lone star comics for a while but then a lot sprung up in the early 90s only to, to die off just wondering where you guys go now where you guys went growing up and what your first local comic store was uh we we kind of addressed this in a previous episode but just kind of touch back on it uh you know growing up I, uh, is it 80s Chunky? Yeah. 80s Chunky. Uh, growing up, comic books were still in convenience stores and stuff. They were 25 cents, so that's where I used to get them. And then as you grow older, you know, you kind of grow out of that kind of stuff. And and then it wasn't until probably about five, six years ago, Brad actually got me back, back into it. And I've been going full force. Uh, and I go to Keith Atomic Age mm-hmm. here in, um, in Dallas, and you know, it's a great store. The staff is top notch. Chris is great. He helps me out all the time. They take care of my subs and just love them to pieces. Suggest them, you know, check them out. Keith, Keith's Atomic Age. Where do you go? Uh, when I'm not when I'm not going to that store with you, I go to a store in Louisville called uh, TNT Collectibles, uh-huh. and um, been going there for a couple years. Real nice guy named Terry runs the store, and. Uh, He's got a guy named Chris who manages the store for him. They're both pretty nice guys. And um, I wish I could spend more money there, but <laughs> I don't on purpose. Isn't that the case? Yeah, um, it's always the case. Yeah, they. Um, I'm with, with, the, with Keith Atomic Age. It's just, you know, I know there's more stores in Dallas, but where I live, it's real close by. I live real close to where I work, so there's like a five-mile uh uh, radius that I really don't venture out of much. Uh, but there's some other great stores in town. There's like uh, Lone Star Comics. That's in Plano, Texas, which is a suburb of Dallas. Yeah. And they have a really nice, neat store. I rarely visit them just because they're far away. But 
It's a great store. So always support your local comic shop. <laughs> what was that? That was the. Are old, we doing a news magazine? That was segment? the old uh, a current affair yeah. sound. Remember when we had they had something important? Yeah. I just thought that was affair. fun. Um, hey, he, we gotta we gotta go oh, into yeah. that. One more thing before he before we get rid of Dennis's email. Uh-huh. Uh, he says he lives in Dallas most of his life, but never went to Titan. Titan Comics is a a really good uh, one of the most impressive comic stores I've been into. Um, he's getting out of back issue sales. Yeah. Oh, really? And, yeah, and so he's he's selling all his back issues at fifty percent off. When did Our, this happen? The voice of Half Hour Wasted, uh, Bill McGonnell. Bill McGonnell. He uh, he frequents that store a lot to fill in holes in his back issue runs of Fantastic Four and Legion of Superheroes. Oh, yeah. Well, we got talked about Monday then about, or I want to talk about it. I don't know because I don't know where Titan is. Talk about what? Talk about. I want to get to because there's some back issues I need. Oh, okay. Cool. I we'll need talk Son about of Vulcan uh, four and five. Okay. Um, can you do that? Oh yeah. Hang on. We're gonna do corrections. Because sometimes on this show, sometimes we make mistakes. Right, Brad? That's right. And they're not intentional. And we don't want to hurt anybody. But sometimes these things happen. We're we're only humans. We're only humans. And one of the things that I want to correct, which is kind of... Oh, it's kind of important to me. I want to correct a URL that I gave out wrongly. Uh, It was for the band called The Loveys. Here, can you drop it just a little bit? the, The band's name was... Lovey, not loveys, it's not plural, lovey. And their website is myspace.com slash lovey, L-O-V-I-E, L-O-V-I-E. And you know what, it would mean a lot if you could go out, check them out, you know, give them a listen, if you like them, just say a message and say, hey, I heard this on the podcast, you know, and uh, just so they know that I'm not trying to ruined their career there you go <laughs> I did, it was such a, it was an accident you know it's so funny how this that little s can change everything because it takes you to a completely other myspace so that who happens. do you who do you want to correct brad i want to rec- or what do you want to correct um i was talking about my friend's band the sun dogs yes uh i was listening i always listen to our podcast after we record them just to make sure they're right acceptable for air and i said the name of the myspace page while i was playing the music uh and i couldn't really hear it i just wanted to clarify that the name the their web address was myspace.com slash sundogs tx that's all no big deal okay so sundogs i saw them again this past uh friday night they're sounding pretty good okay sundogs uh oh yeah you went yeah you called me up friday night i was actually mm-hmm. camping that sundogs night. tx so um doggone it i can't get on the net it wasn't friday night when was it? It was Saturday night because Friday night we went to see the Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, movie. that's right. Oh, yeah, we got okay. Well, let's just get into that. Brad, did you like that movie? Be let's honest. Let's do this thing. Light this candle. I loved it. Oh, that's really? that's Carl. Here's Carl. Oh, sweet sweet nectar. That was that was. I loved this movie, the Aqua Teen Hunger Force: Colon. Movie film for theaters. Well, Brad, I mean, um, I know you loved it, but you only saw it once. No, right? I didn't. What? We went at lunchtime, uh, me and uh, Butch. Uh-huh. We went during uh, during the day. We took a, an early lunch, and we went to see it. And then, Well, then, but but we saw it. When did you? Because that was Friday, right? Because then we saw it Friday we, evening. You and I saw it Friday night. Well, that's twice. L-O-L-I-M-H-O, colon, parentheses. <laughs> 
And then uh, I, I went again to see it last night. Brad. Hey, it's funny. I love this movie. Yeah. This movie is based, um, actually, it's a cartoon on the Cartoon Network, and uh, it's called Aqua Teen Hunger Force. It's a part of the Adult Swim block of programming that Cartoon Network has at night. Right. It's more, it's not, quote unquote, adult type programming, but it's aimed towards adults as opposed to children. It's not, it's not cutie cartoons. It's it's cartoons that, that adults can, can yes. enjoy. That, you know, there's, there's, there, there's tw- twisted humor and things of that nature. Yeah. yeah you know, uh, just giving a little history of it, we both heard the commentary on the first disc of that, and uh, the guys who created it, you know their names, what are they? Dave Willis uh-huh. and Matt Malaro. Dave and Matt were talking about how when they were pitching this idea about a shake, a french fry, and a meatball uh, living a life that uh, the Cartoon Network guys didn't quite get it. So they had to do this thing about where they were crime fighters. So now they're superhero crime fighters. Right. And that sold they're it. They're detectives. And if you watch the first and second episode, the in the first episode it's in there heavy that they're detectives. Yeah. The second episode... And I think it's like in the third episode they go, ah, we don't do that anymore. And now they're just yeah. slackers. They're just slackers. These <laughs> these guys live in Jersey. Yeah, it's a box of French fries named Frylock. He floats. I don't know how. And then Master Shake is a. I think he's a pistachio milkshake. Has that been established? Yeah, I think. Okay. In the first episode, when he uses his shake power uh-huh. to try to um, kill the rabbit. Uh, he squirts green milkshake at him, and one—I I can't remember where I heard the word pistachio. I don't know if it was actually in the uh, episodes or if it was on some of the commentary on those DVDs. But huh, that's interesting. And then Meat Wad, of course, is a wad of meat. raw, uncooked meat, yeah. and he and rolls they, around. And they have a wacky neighbor named Carl. Carl. Carl's and, the best. And adventures uh, abound with those guys. Hi, Jinx uh, and Sue. So let's talk a little bit about. The movie. Now, granted, you loved it. I, I loved really it. liked it. I had just a couple problems with one character, and that was the, know, cyber- the cybernetic ghost of Christmas past from the future. Yes. And my problem with him was that uh, I could not understand what he was saying a large percentage of the time. Yeah, it's really odd because he's been on the series. The series has been going for maybe about five seasons right. or so. And. Uh, like I said, they're they're ten minute cartoons, you know, and one every once in a while, this character, the cybernetic coast of Christmas past, from <laughs> which the he future, is funny, he shows up, and he's easy to understand on the TV show, but for some reason they kind of tweaked his voice a little bit in the movie, yeah. and he was hard to understand. Every once in a while, I I didn't understand a word he said, which was really disappointing. Yeah, but. Uh, if you've seen the show, if you're familiar with the show, you know it's it tends to be more stream of consciousness than any any real plot based adventure. Right. Having said that, there are some that you would consider plot based, like when the Moonanites come down and convince Meatwad to steal things for them and it's I feel like an idiot just talking about I this show because out it, loud <laughs> because it makes absolutely no sense. Like if my mom and dad were to sit down and watch this, they would go, I can't believe Bradley watches this you know what? television uh, show. Based on what you just said, yeah. based on what you just said, 
when I was watching the movie, you know, I was enjoying it, but there was at some point where I was going, and I was looking, you know, we went to the 1030 movie, and everyone in that theater, you know, it was predominantly male, predominantly, you know, mid-20s, scattering of girls, and it was pretty full, would you say? Yeah, yeah, Friday, Friday night, opening night, and by the way, if you go see this movie, try to make sure you're going to see it when a bunch of other people see it because the more fans in the theater the more it enjoyable it is right and stay past the credits yeah stay for the very end past all the credits there's like a little easter egg yeah five second little clip at the end but i kept thinking you know everyone in that theater was having a great time everybody loved it no question about it but I, all i could think about was what if someone walks off the street and says hmm and decides to walk into that movie they would be so Lost, and yeah, it's not ab- because of the plot; it's because of what's going on or what's not going on. Right, the randomness of that cartoon is just—I mean, it's like, like I said, I feel like an idiot trying to describe it out loud mm-hmm. because there's no way to describe it. Well, let, let's talk a little bit about what the plot that's going on in that movie. In the movie, yeah, because there was a there, there was an underlying plot, but it never got resolved or barely got resolved. Well. It really had to do with a an all powerful piece of uh, exercise equipment, <laughs> right. the Insano Flex. Yes, and there was a piece missing, and they were looking for the piece. And along the way, they find out we think their true origins about how they became into being, and then and even then, it got all muddy towards the end because yeah. you didn't know who had created who first, right? This this even just thinking about what we're talking about this mm-hmm. makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> it makes no, and I'm sure that's what the creators were so proud Probably, about and yeah. happy about because it is. It's fun. I mean, we we did have a good time and we laughed and we just uh, just so many just funny things. Remember the uh, I can't. It's a visual joke, but anyone who sees the mo- movie will know about uh, three quarters through the movie when Shake is eating the hot dog. Oh and yeah, and then he looks at the audience with the hot dog, and then he does that thing. Yeah, that, that was. There's just so much so going funny. on in this movie. If you're familiar with the show from com, uh, from the uh, Cartoon Network, you'll love this movie because it's just like it's like a 80 minute episode. Uh, yeah, of randomness and what, and just saying things that are just crazy. The opening sequence. Uh, to this movie is worth the price of admission I would alone. agree with that. I would agree. By the way, I'd like to go back and say, yes, I've seen it three times, but I work at the movie theater, so I um, <laughs> I don't know that I would have paid to see this movie three times, Oh, but I got it in free. Okay. How many times? Ca- well, wait, that, that's, a good, that's a good judge of things. So you I, wouldn't pay to see it three times. I don't think I'd pay to see it three mm-hmm. times because I know that eventually it's going to come out on DVD and I'll get it. Right. Um, like... Spider-Man 3 that's coming out in May, I'd probably pay three times to see that if I really wanted to see it. But, no, I don't think I'd pay three times to see this. Would you pay three times to see it? Um, I would say no. I'm glad I saw it once. It was fun. Uh, I'll debate as to whether to get the DVD, but that's just for my lack of owning stuff. I try not to own too much stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, it made me happy. It made me laugh. And, you know, one thing that they explored in this movie that I really liked, um, in the credits, they refer to this character as Time Lincoln. Time, yeah. 
So uh, if anyone's familiar with the show, at the very end of the credits, they show this adventure of um, of the Aqua Teen Hunger Force fighting against Lincoln. Remember, the, at you know, the at end the of end, the credits, at the end of the uh, show, the TV show, not the movie. But you know, when they're playing the theme song and they have all those stills. Oh, you're right. He's in the end credits of the right. actual TV show, and it I shows. Never thought about that. Yeah, it shows some type of adventure that never took place. Right. Well, it's like they created the story behind all of that. Yeah, and that was kind of fun because there was the wooden rocket. Yeah, was there, that rocket? In, is that rocket in the closing that rocket credit sequence? Of yeah, the TV because show? Lincoln sends him up using a big bellow, and he sends him up. Yes. Okay. And, now, I, yeah. And do you remember the name of the rocket in the movie? Abe Force One. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. That was funny. So overall, what uh, uh, one out of five? What would you give it, Brad? Well, being a a, a big Aquatine fan, I'd I'd give it a four and a half. I just. I thought it was funny. It was just more the same, and you either get this show or you don't get it. Yeah. You either love it or you go, that's just about the dumbest thing I've ever seen. You know what, Brad? The whole time, my mind kept struggling with, I was like, I love this movie. This is a fun movie. But someone, if I bring someone off the street to watch this, they're not going to appreciate it. No. It's like being in a club. I don't know. So with that, I'm going to give it a four. The only people that are going to like this movie are fans of the TV show. Yeah. And, you know, just I wonder how they how they're because, you know, a, a movie is released to make money. And surely the people who make this movie know that there is a niche audience for this movie. Yeah. That there. And that those people will go out and buy the DVD. But apparently, they must have crunched the numbers to know that that we can make enough money off this movie that we can, you know, that'll promote the DVD. And the DVDs are probably where we'll make all of our money. You think? Probably. And I read something recently where they said that they had actually recorded all the dialogue for this movie a few years back. In fact, you can tell that they actually did. And I'll go into that in a second. Um they recorded the movie ahead of time. Right. So when it came time to getting the go-ahead to actually make a feature film, they said, we've already got all this dialogue recorded, so now we have to make it. You know, uh-huh. We spent all this time recording it. you got to let us make this movie. So that was one of the ways they were able to get it made. Keep going, Brett. And uh, steal your Ethernet cord. Okay. Do-do. The You might have to pull that computer closer. But... Okay. um. Keep going. Uh, keep talking. I lost my train of thought. Um, buttermilk pancakes and strawberries. No, that wasn't it. <laughs> oh, they recorded it a couple years ago. Um, in in the uh, movie, there was a scene where they were having a concert in the backyard. Right. Meatwad's concert tour. Frylock was right. wearing a t-shirt that said <laughs> Girl Quest 2007. Yeah. Well, in the audio from when he's saying it, he says Girl Quest 2005. Right. So they actually recorded it, you know, back then and just used the, I guess the date of the year that was whatever it was when they were doing their thing. But, um, so like I said, they've, they've had this stuff recorded for a while and then they got the go ahead and they were able to get it out. Yeah. But overall, f- fun movie. Got you know, if you love if you love Aqua Teen, uh, you're gonna love the movie. If you know nothing about Aqua Teen, don't go see it. No, you'll have to don't go. I, I mean, start with the TV series and then work your way up. Yeah. Really, and it's not <laughs> that way. You'd only have to do it like ten minutes at a time. Yeah, take it in doses. 
Well, okay. Well, with the last few minutes, um, I wanted to kind of pimp this uh, this artist I, I came across a while back. His name is Dean Tripp, and you don't have any website web access because for some reason I stole your... your it's probably the cable. Your, that little cable. cable is probably faulty. Uh, uh, the artist's name is Dean Tripp, and his website is deantripp.com. That's D-E-A-N-T-R-I-P-P-E.com. And... You know, he he's very reminiscent to me of like a Bruce Tim. Here, take a look at some of no, this stuff nice, here. Yeah, he's got a female Robin. Um, Is that a Robin? Yeah, it's supposed to be a Robin. Somewhere oh, in his cool. notes, he talks about it. Um, I think it's like a Kingdom Come Robin. Oh, cool! And just like I mean, just look it at that. It does look a lot like Bruce Tim. Yeah, but it's it's definitely different. Yeah. And really, the one picture... There's Captain America. Yeah. The, ah, cool. See, isn't that great? Spider-Man and, and Mary, Mary Jane. Jane. That's awesome. And, you know, his characters are kind of... Um, they have kind of these, these lanky, skin, skinny arms. Well, I mean, not all of them. They're just... They're very unique. And, you know, it's just... It almost looks like a simple line drawing. There's not a lot of detail in it, but it's... They're just beautiful the way they look to me. You see, look at that back girl. Yeah, that's awesome. There's this uh, the image we're looking at right now. It is a girl running on the on the street, and she's she's wearing a bat outfit, but it's different from Batman. I mean, she's not wearing the cow like the classic Batgirl that we're familiar with. Um, I want to get to the picture that really really grabbed my attention here, Brad. We'll get to it in a second. That's cool. Yeah, isn't it? Kind of oh, a Silver Age Superman, Superman there. there, and then super a Superboy. Yeah. Okay, this is the picture that grabbed my yeah, attention. Yeah, that's awesome. And let me describe it to you uh, for those you know listening. It's Supergirl. She's kind of flying in the sky, but she's flying backwards, and her eyes are closed, and her arms are relaxed, and she's dressed like the Silver Age Supergirl, too, kind of the longer skirt and mm-hmm. stuff. And she's got this real peace and serenity on her face, and... Unfortunately, this isn't the whole picture. You have it on my desktop, Brad. Right. I made it yeah. my, my wallpaper. Uh, the sun is in the sky, and she's just in such peace. And, God, this, I don't know what it is about this picture, but it's it speaks to me. Anyway, I really want you guys to visit visit Dean Tripp's website. Again, that's D-E-A-N-T-R-I-P-P-E dot com. And uh, check him out because he's really he's really good. He has a couple of... Little he calls them mini comics. Um, if you click on the if you click on the link, it opens up this little window, and one is called Network Paper Tiger, and the other one is called Let me get down to it, um, Sunflower Comic, and it, really ch- check them out. You, you know we we find artists that kind of speak speak to us, and and you know you just look at the artwork and you're like, wow, I, I can. I just wish I could do that. And, and I look at his stuff. It's like, I wish I could do that. So anyway, uh, Dean Tripp at DeanTripp.com. Oh, Brad, and we've discussed this. We're going to start putting show notes. Yes. On uh, uh, After we do our blurb about the show, underneath it we'll put the URLs or the names of the people that we've talked about yeah. that week. Because, you know, we listen to other podcasts too, and sometimes they'll say something and we can't hear it clearly. Yeah. That way you can go back and go, what were they talking about? Or... So you don't have to scrub through the whole show and try to find that, you know, where did they talk about Dean Tripp or where did they talk about Lovey, L-O-V-E, at myspace.com slash L-O-V-I-E, Lovey. Do you think I do you think I overkilled the Lovey? Maybe. I think you're just trying to get a date. Oh. 
No. No? Okay. We won't. We won't go there. Anyway, uh, but anyway, so that's what I wanted to pimp. We talked about our local comic book shops. We did our corrections, which we really wanted to do, and and our comments. And, you know, we always want to remind you guys to send us any type of comments you have about the show, Uh, you know, any suggestions of stuff to read, um, any cool websites, because we'll look at that. You know, sometimes we need, uh, you know, we need ideas to... Uh, for show for show material, I mean, there's tons of comic books, television, and more to talk about. But I want to thank. I mean, we need to focus uh, on stuff. Dennis for writing an email, and uh, you know, asking us to talk about the comic stores. Mm-hmm. You know, taking the time to do that is appreciated. Um, I'm. <gasps> we do have exciting news. Skype. We figured out how to make Skype work. Yeah, we did. We're going to be able to have Skype conversations with uh somebody like a third person on the show and right. then record them without the kind of problems we had in our first uh our first two yeah our first two episodes, episodes were were Skype and was it on first two or was it just the one no it, it was it was just the one and then we went we had our trip to the shack that's and we right. got all the that's hardware right. Uh, but yeah, so now we can, and it sounds great. In fact, uh, we did just a test run. It, it's not meant to air, but we spoke to, uh, uh, June Bob Kim, who's right. an artist in, uh, Longview, Texas. Mm-hmm. And he's on the CGS forum quite a bit, but he helped us. He's an amazing he, artist. And he told us a very funny story about a Greyhound bus. Oh gosh, that, that was pretty funny. <laughs> Which, you know, he didn't have a lot of time to talk, but, uh, uh, we were talking about going to CGS 300. Yes, episode 300. And uh, he was going, uh, you know, maybe we can get a good ticket. And I said, well, maybe, you know, we can always go Greyhound. And then, boom, he told us he this, this great Greyhound funny. story, which it sounds, it seems like he, he we spent. We played the Hulk music while he was telling us this story. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, Brad. Uh, time's up. Okay. Okay. Oh, no, look, let's play that going out. That no, Hulk that's music. too. Let's... What, do we need something upbeat? Yeah. Okay, send us an email at halfhourwasted at gmail.com or visit us at the website at halfhourwasted.com. And don't forget our comic space, comicspace.com slash halfhourwasted. Take care, guys. Bye.